0: You're listening to the KB Podcast Network.
1: (laughs) This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael (laughs) McIntyre, your most humble host of the Next Level Podcast. And this is a continuation, uh, America. This is a, tenu- a continuation and across the world for that matter, because we have listeners all over the place. Come on. So this is a continuation of our entrepreneurship. And last week we talked about risk and what is an entrepreneur and what do they do? And I gave out some, some uh, sage advice about entrepreneurship. And so uh, in this process, uh, it came to me that I wanted to bring in some young entrepreneurs, the Generation Z. And so a lot of people always say, what is the Generation Z? And so Generation Z, I looked it up, it's people who were born between 1996 and 2010. And so what I'm going to do today is we're going to concentrate on those that were born between 1996 and 2002 and going forward. In fact, if you know a Generation Z person uh, that's an entrepreneur, I would love to interview them. Just go to my website at uh, www.themichaelmcintyre.com and uh, send me an email. Let me know who it is. I'd love to interview them and, and get some valuable insight from the Gen Zs. Zs, as we call them and so we'll be talking to some more gen z's uh over the next uh, few weeks and about their entrepreneurship if you're a parent if you have a, a young entrepreneur in your family or if you're a big brother or big sister or if you just know somebody who's in this range that was born between 1996 and uh, 2002 and they're an entrepreneur starting out getting going Man, I want to hear from them. So let me know. Go to my website at themichaelmcintyre.com and let me know. Send me who their, their name is, what their business is, and uh, I'll get them on the Next Level Podcast. So today, we are blessed to have a thriving entrepreneur that's uh, making her way in the world of business and developing different aspects of uh, entrepreneurship. And she's had some victories. She's had some some tragedies, maybe light tragedies. But uh, I want to introduce, and I'm very proud to introduce her. This is Brecca McIntyre. And Brecca, uh, she is an entrepreneur, and uh, I know I've known you a long time. So, Brecka, tell us first of all, give us a background on you. Give us your age and kind of your educational background, and then we want to dive into your new business, which is exciting.
0: Yes, well, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to do this with you, first time. Um, so, I'm 22 years old. I live in Dallas, um, and I've basically just, uh, you know, I went to private school my whole life. I danced ballet and was able to dance professionally in ballet for a small period of time. Realized it wasn't for me that I wanted to make more money than uh, doing that, so I thought it would just be awesome to have my own business, be my own boss, and Go from there.
1: Well, I know a lot about you, Brecca. <laughs> and so uh you're uh are uh one of three daughters that uh, Stacy and I are blessed with. And one of the things that's really always amazed me with you is your ability to adapt and overcome. In fact, you uh went to a private school and then you were homeschooled for a short period of time, yes, right? I was. And then you went to college at a young age.
0: I did. Yes. Yeah, so After ninth grade, I decided I wanted to dedicate most of my time to dancing, to practicing, uh, so that I could be professional, and so I dropped out of high school and then continued homeschool high school, and I danced um, way more hours then. And I worked really hard, enjoyed that time so much. And then in 11th grade, I went to Brookhaven College, which is honestly the best uh, education I feel like I've ever received. And uh, which is funny because it's a community college, but it's very quality. The teachers are amazing. I learned so much. I learned to love to be educated. It was a very different experience for me. And so um, from 11th grade to 12th grade, I was there, uh, had a a great time, made some great friends. And then I went on to DBU. And I studied business and entrepreneurship at Dallas Baptist University.
1: And so now you, my understanding is, I think this is true, you got a degree, uh, an associate's degree. Yes. 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 And then you got a bachelor's degree I did. in business. And so you're double degreed mm-hmm. already. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's quite an accomplishment. So congratulations. And, and you know, it wasn't it was it wasn't easy because I, uh, I remember when you transferred over to DBU, Dallas Baptist University, they didn't take all your credits.
0: No, they didn't. And uh, that was, it was kind of a struggle to overcome because I thought I was going to graduate early, but then all these extra, you know, accounting classes and things that I really didn't love had to come through. But I think it taught me a lot of perseverance and discipline and really getting to see the end of the tunnel and be like, okay, you know, even though I am going to own my own business, even though I am going to be my own boss and make my own money, I still know that I will always have that degree. And that's something that you and uh, my mom really instilled that in me. I wanted to drop out so bad and just start my business <laughs> and just go ahead on. And I think some people can do that. I think that is amazing that they do, but I'm, I, I, you know, I would have totally regretted if I, uh, skipped out and I'm so proud that I finished strong and, um, and I have that experience.
1: Yeah. We're proud of you too, for doing that. And I know that at first at DBU, it was kind of a, you really didn't like it because you really did enjoy your time at Brookhaven, I did. but then all of a sudden at some point, maybe the second year, you really started getting involved and you really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. So there were some really cool entrepreneurship teachers, professors, and, um, and ones who had actual experience in the real world. And that's what made the whole difference. There were some professors who had no experience. I'm like, why, why, <laughs> why am I even taking this class, you know? But it was a good foundation. But then once I was able to really engage with those professors who had their own business or you know, who have a thriving business at the moment and who've worked in the corporate world their whole life, you got to hear real life stories. And it was more of a conversation in the class. She didn't want to test us a whole lot. There was one teacher in particular who was my favorite and uh, she worked for you know big corporations and she had the best stories and the worst stories too. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so I feel like we learned a lot from her and uh, just putting us in different scenarios Uh, real life scenarios to be like, okay, how would we do this if we had this kind of business with this kind of issue? And we were able to problem solve and uh, also work with our peers who had different um, personality traits than we did. So we all took a personality test at the beginning of this class. And then by the end of it, um, she put us in groups where, you know, I, my number one what is it? Strength Finder. My number one strength is uh, being a futurist. So I love to look in the future. I love to have the big vision, and so she paired me with someone who loved to look back in history and get all the their uh, facts and their strategy from looking in the past and saying, okay, what were those challenges then? What can they? How can they be different now? And so. We were paired up with opposites, but it made us grow that much more and I really appreciated that and so
1: good I, I think having an experienced professor that 's been in the real world instead of just academia yeah. is a big difference so sure. that i 'm glad you had that experience so. Uh, now, you've started a new company, and you started this thing from scratch, mm-hmm. and uh, you got some great ideas, and, and it's kind of evolved, and it's taken longer than you wanted it to, <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is a sign of a good entrepreneur, because it's never as fast as we want it to right. do. So tell us about what your business is.
0: So, my business is called the Lux Supply, and it is a personal concierge service. We cater to those in the dallas uh, Fort Worth area. And basically what we're doing is trying to let these people focus on what is most important to them in their lives and we take care of the rest. So we will go grocery shopping for you. We will go clothes shopping for you. We will send hairdressers to your house if you want them and everything in between. And so we just want to make these people's lives more enriched and without distraction so that they can do what they want to do. And, you know, we get all the little stuff. We take that all out of your way and clear your mind so you can have a better life in general <laughs>
1: that's always nice i know that you uh you're going to cater to all different spectrums right of mm-hmm. the social economical scale some yes. people who are just needing to have maybe you know some basic things pick up groceries pick up kids uh uh even do some tutoring, t- tutoring yes. yeah which i think is great but mm-hmm. also you, you you can cater to the high-end people that that need maybe a, a driver sure. or a, a private jet
0: right and a lot of them uh want their parties to be planned and you know It's kind of funny because you see a lot of times the younger kids, they want to, you know, do everything. They want to put together their own parties, but these older people who have real jobs and who have real lives and who have families, you know, they want someone to take care of all the little details, Um, wrapping gifts for Christmas, decorating the whole house, party planning. I mean, all of it. And if they need a plane, if they need a car for a certain day, if they want you to plan their trip, it's all covered.
1: So you can get people that, are just you know maybe uh could be a single mom that needs help with things uh grocery shopping or wrapping christmas presents could be uh or or maybe a single dad you know Mm -hmm. uh or somebody that just needs help or a professional uh that doesn't have time to go get everybody's presents for christmas or uh you know maybe they need somebody to come and take care of their dog (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: yes for sure and something that i think is fun and that's great the essentials are always needed and that's what really drives the clients to be like okay i i need lux right now you know but what's really fun for me is looking at the extras looking at the different things that people want to go above and beyond in their life that you know they want to stand out or they want their kid to have the best party they want their kid to have the best um you know thing to bring to little basket to bring to Valentine's day. And it's those little things that they can actually connect with their kids. They can connect with their spouse and uh, treat them really well. And so those extra things are so fun to me.
1: That's awesome. So, all right. So Lux supply, Uh, how did you come up with the name and tell us about your website and what's going on with your social media?
0: So Lux is obviously luxury. So our motto is where luxury meets convenience. That oh. can wrap up the whole business in one sentence. And supply, I just love the the freshness of that word. I was taking a poll with me, and my sister, and a small group of um, people, a little focus group, and you know we were writing writing out all the names, and I knew I wanted Lux, but. My sister, Brianna, she suggested <laughs> supply, and I said, Lux supply that sounds perfect that 's
1: good so, that 's great so, go ahead
0: yes, oh, I was going to talk about um, you know social media and connecting with our clients, and what we really love to do is reach out to these influencers who have not just a huge following but have a very loyal following people you know moms especially they 'll go on Instagram and Facebook and they look to to these influencers to see. What are products that um, that are valuable that are of quality because you don 't follow people you don 't trust usually, especially with you know bloggers or vloggers or people who review products and so we want to go to those people who they 're not just going to take any deal that comes their way they 're going to see the product see the process and believe in the people who are you know giving them that service and so those are the types of people we are looking out for and we're working with and um And then, you know, their followers get to benefit from a great service in the end.
1: It's good. Now, I do have some personal knowledge of some of the things that you had to go through. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so in the social media world, uh, because you kind of started this towards your last year of college, right? And so you got the idea and you started putting this together. Uh, You hired somebody to do your website, Mm -hmm. right? And you consulted with them. What was your biggest frustration during that period?
0: Um, I I would say that really just getting to know that um, the brand that it's going to be portrayed in the way the highest level that I see it to be. And I know with entrepreneurs, sometimes we can be perfectionists or we can have that founder syndrome, which is very hard to get past. Um, But once you have a quality team behind you and uh, you give them creative reign and creative freedom as long as you lay out this is what my brand is this is what my business stands for these are the colors that represent my brand and let them run with it I feel like when you restrict that creative freedom then it just kind of stops things up and it's not organic and it doesn't actually produce the content that you're looking for so luckily I found a team who is just Amazing and who's really capturing the essence of luxury and showing the functionality of the convenience.
1: So good. So with, with that, you know, you, you've got the social media thing going and get you in and developing this brand and getting this out there. What, 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 in your opinion, has been the biggest uh, breakthrough for you, and what's been the biggest obstacle?
0: Okay, so. Um, The biggest breakthrough, really, I just have to attribute that. You're talking about social media, right? Or just
1: anything and developing the brand.
0: Developing the brand, yeah. I think, um, you know, making luxury is something that is not always attainable, right? So it's exclusive. And something that I have a hard time with is making sure that everyone can be a part of it, everyone can have a taste of this. And the Lux supply is really for the people who need it, who want it, who um, who are willing to you know, jump in and say, hey, these are the hours I need for this month. This is what I'm looking for. And we want it to be a perfect fit for them. If we're not right for you, we don't, we don't want that because we want what's best for you. So um, I think, you know, you've told me to make sure that, you know, the price is right, that it's not too low, that the value is where it, is, it should be yeah um, because otherwise people will look at it and say oh well if, if that's not valued at what I think it should be that I'm not going to invest my time into that
1: yeah because I think sometimes when people look at pricing you know I know one of the big things that most entrepreneurs worry about is where are they going to price this product at mm-hmm. what are they going to price their service at and uh, you know the Bible says that we should be you know that the labor should be paid adequate wages Yes, and you want to make it uh, uh, valuable and your time is valuable And so uh, you've got to price it right. And I know there's experiments with that too. And
0: something, yes, of course. And I think something that really helped me was looking at the statistics of, okay, what are the high-end middle-class paying for a personal assistant, their salary? And when I break down the monthly price that Lux Supply is at, it's almost half of that. And so really it is attainable, especially if you want to do a la carte and the tiers are, you know, customizable as well. So I think that makes it very personal and that the clients can really do what they want with their hours. And um,
1: so it's flexible for them. Yeah, Of course. Yeah. And I yes. think that's one of the key things to uh, listeners is in, in for that's, that's a platinum nugget right there. that Breck is dropping on you because what, what it is is you've got to be agile, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, you know, in anything else, you know, uh, one, one, Uh, size doesn't fit all right Right. and everybody's different and and so you that's the agility is very very important so okay so uh what getting this so you're gonna have people that you're contracting with to do these services right yes and how's that going and is it what's what's that been proven out for you and what have you learned from that
0: so something that I love to do is support local business. And I think that Lux Supply is modeled perfectly to benefit the client and the business. So, you know, with our most quality uh, flower shop and our best christmas lights people like we have the best people and we want to give our clients the best experience so you know i go to these um these companies and i say okay here's x amount of clients what deal can we do here and i think that that really benefits both parties uh, in that sense something else for the for the more, um, the less not effort, but you know, grocery shopping, organizing those things that aren't necessarily specialty. I wanted to support college students who are looking for a part-time job or even a full-time job, to where you know this is they they have flexible hours. They either have school at night or school in the morning, and the rest of the time they're working. And this gives them an opportunity. To uh, build their resume and make money at the same time
1: yeah and 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 not have to drive uber
0: <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah, and also it 's a testimony to being a young entrepreneur i 'm showing these kids that you can do this too it 's not just me i 'm not special like if you want this and if you're passionate about it, you can do what I'm doing and make it your own.
1: So, Brecka, that's really good. You know, you've got some success, too. You've got a, a successful modeling career. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And you've been on the cover of magazines. Yes. Yes. And you've done commercials. Correct. So tell us a little bit about that, because I think that gives you an insight uh, behind the scenes, and and it really helps you understand what, what people are looking for on social media and what it takes to work hard i mean because because i I know i know that you've really worked hard on certain things and you know at two o'clock in the morning shooting a commercial in downtown dallas you know and so (laughs) share a little bit to the audience about that
0: okay so um i was interested in modeling probably in my mid-teens and i just didn't really know where to start with it um but i believe i was 17 or 18 when i finally went to one of the boutique agencies here in Dallas called Meraki uh, Talent Agency. And so I went to them and I had no idea what I was doing. It was my first time ever doing something like that. Uh, So you show up in person, no makeup, very simple outfit. You have your photos that you just took very unprofessionally and uh, some sort of resume that, you know, you wrote up. And so I came there and it was intimidating at first. I had to, they gave us a script. So you could either do, you know, one of the shorter scripts. I think it was like for Maybelline or you could do a longer script. And uh, I chose to do the longer one because I said, you know, I'm going to impress these people (laughs) and this is going to be great. And I, I memorized it. It was all awesome. So they finally called me back into their room and, um, they said, okay, uh, how old are you? Whatever. They looked over my resume, my measurements, and they said, okay, so now we're going to film you doing your, um, doing your script. And so I said, okay, I am so nervous. <laughs> I am like blanking out and they start, they film and I just, I just bomb. I, I I maybe say the first line and cannot remember the rest, and I was just so worried. I felt so disappointed. Um, I left and. Uh, I would say it was a few months later. I didn't hear a word. A few months later, and and I come to terms with, okay, that was definitely not it. Modeling is not for me. You know, acting isn't for me, whatever. And so um, when I got that email saying, we want you to come back into our studio, I was just so excited. Uh, So I drove up there, I went in, there were contracts laid out already, ready for me to sign, and I was just so shocked, because I figured, oh, well, you know, they just want to talk, and then maybe we'll sign the next time, but I signed the papers, made sure it was legitimate, and it was, um, and my agent, Summer, is just the absolute best and she made the experience so so special for me and made sure i knew what i was getting into and um not even a month later i would say probably 20 days later i booked um a huge um uh what is it photo shoot um for a magazine for Cosmoprof sally beauty And um, it was probably one of the best experiences I've had ever. (laughs) Is
1: that the one that you were on the cover? Yes, I was on
0: the cover of that one. And um, I think what was the most awesome part of it was there were two very experienced models there who had walked in uh, New York Fashion Week, who had walked for Giorgio Armani and and all these crazy high-end brands. And I'm there, my first ever, not even just runway, it wasn't even runway, but not even a professional photo shoot. So I was just so stoked. And um, I remember our casting director came up to me and said, okay, you're going to be the lead for this campaign. And I'm like, this is a dream. This can't be real. (laughs) I'm with these gorgeous, I mean, amazing experienced models. And here I am the lead of this whole thing. And so, um, it was so fun, so many hours, but it was so worth it. And, um, I, yeah, I'm so grateful for that.
1: Paid you some big bucks too, didn't they it? They did. I mean, thank you, Jesus, yes. for that. Yeah. You. So, you know, and and listen, entrepreneurs out there, if you're listening to this, you, you never know. You just okay. never know when your break's going to come, right? Yeah. And it's called go perseverance. It. Just go for it. And you were nervous and you did it anyway, And you but they, you got a call back and that led to other things. And yes. I know you did some other TV commercials, so, which is really cool. And so... With this, developing this luck supply uh, and and getting this going and having your website done, hiring a social media company, how important it is to have your social media in excellence?
0: It's so important because that's going to show the credibility of your brand, the Mm -hmm. credibility of your product, your service, your people. And that's what people look to. And they might see the influencers promote your uh, Instagram or your company and whatever you have. But once they click on your page, that's where it is. That's where all of your stuff is. And it has to be in order. It has to be in excellence. And it has to be you. It has to be your brand. It can't be someone else's brand. It can't be copying something else. It has to be unique, original, and all there. That's
1: good. That's Mm -hmm. really good. So, uh, And it costs money for social media. For sure.
0: (laughs) It's a big investment, but it pays off. Because that's what, like I said, it's the credit, you're paying for people to trust your company. That's what social media is for these startup businesses.
1: And so you, so if somebody's out there listening, say, you know, how much should I spend on a, a website? How much do I invest in this stuff? Because it's not just necessarily a one and done, is it?
0: Right, no, it's a continual thing. It evolves. You have to keep up with maintenance for your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, making sure they're all linked together, making sure your ads are promoted and promoted to the right people. It's so crazy. You get on Facebook, you see that, it could go to the most niche person or niche group, and um, and you have to be so careful of, you know, where you're spending your money for those ads to go to. It needs to go. You, n- you need to know your target audience. That's so key with social media too. That's
1: good. And so you would you would suggest to people out there to hire somebody that knows how to place ads, yes. knows how to do this. And
0: it depends on, it depends on your business and if Facebook ads are more important or if influencer ads are more important and you have to know your audience, are they going to be looking, scrolling through Facebook and are they more willing to click on an ad, or are they more willing to um, trust an influencer with a product?
1: It's good, and so you have to always create new content too, right? Yes, and I, and I know that you're you're doing a lot of that as as I'm doing too, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of work. Yes, it is, yeah. so h- how do you get yourself? Because you've got a full time job too, mm-hmm, right? I do. And so, listen, entrepreneurs out there or would be entrepreneurs, it's not like you can just you know you spend you know five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars on your website and social media and you get it all going, and you exactly. just sit back and wait for the money to roll in, right? No, that's, yeah, it doesn't it, happen it just, that way. It
0: grows, and you have to make sure that you're being accountable with yourself and responsible. And um, you know, with growing that, you are going to lose. You're going to sacrifice. It's not losing; it's really to gain. You're sacrificing to gain, and to be patient and persevere until it all pays off. And um, it might seem like, oh, that's a big hit, but in the end, you you need to make that jump in order for anything to happen.
1: So with that, you've got a full-time job, which mm-hmm. is you, you review contracts and stuff, yes, right? Yes,
0: contracts, proposals. Okay,
1: so, mm-hmm. and that's paying you decently. Correct. And, okay, so, and I know, you know, you've got to take a risk and you've got to spend money. So mm-hmm. how how do you suggest to people out there that are young like yourself, 22 mm-hmm. years old, you might be making some money, and uh, but you've got to spend a lot of that money right. to get it going. How, how do you walk through that? That fear.
0: Yeah, I would say um, don't go through it blindly. You can you can go without fear um, and still be calculated in what you're doing. That's good. You can take calculated risks. It's not just a, a risk at all. Um, I think, of course, budgeting. It's all the basics that you've been taught. Just remind yourself that's what you got to do. Um, budget out your um, monthly, your weekly. Um, be smart with what how much time you're spending um, doing things that are costly that probably shouldn't be taken out of your budget. And it's just being disciplined and also telling yourself this is worth it, you know, and not being afraid that, Oh, that money. I remember, I think when I was about 16, 17 and I was trying to start a clothing brand and, um, and I spent maybe a thousand dollars on samples and I just, remember being so disappointed and just like grieving losing the thousand (laughs) dollars and it's like okay well my head wasn't even in the right space I was so immature that I couldn't understand that really that thousand dollars is going to make me a hundred thousand dollars it's not it's not losing you're really investing to gain and i think a lot of young people have a hard time understanding that that's really what's going to happen if you invest it in the right place whether it's in your business whether it's in stocks whether it's you know for your family whatever it is that that your business is going to grow. Your money is going to grow. If you invest in it, don't worry about losing the money you're investing.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of like you're investing in yourself. Yes. Right. And I think that's the biggest investment, you know, a lot of times starting out as an entrepreneur, maybe you're getting help. Maybe you're not, maybe you're, you know, bootstrapping this thing with by yourself and you're doing this and, but you're investing in yourself. So that thousand dollars you're investing, you know who you are and truly it's really, you really have to have that discipline. Like you said, Mm -hmm. so I, I know uh, your work schedule, you're working generally from eight o'clock to five o'clock every day. Right. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times after five o'clock, you're going off and doing shoots and doing filming and doing content.
0: Yeah. And a lot of that is meeting time. It's idea generation, strategy, planning, all of that. And, and, I'll go over to um, my other media team's office and talk until 2 a.m. and then wake up and go back to work at 8 a.m. And that's just what you gotta do or else your time is just gonna pass you by and you have to want this more than you want sleep more than you want you know your your whole sanity in a way like and of course mental health is so important but when you're an entrepreneur it's like you just <laughs> got to keep going you just got to keep pushing through you pray to Jesus make sure he's got you you know talk to your family as much as you can talk to your friends it's hard for me i like to isolate when i'm busy and i'm in the mode i like to I really just isolate and I don't like to talk a whole lot to people, but I think just forcing yourself to have that social time is really gonna help your mental health because that's not you're not super focused on your mental health when you're starting a business
1: it's good and so you know one you, what you say i think is so profound you know you've got to want this more than you want sleep mm-hmm. you know and you have to sacrifice and so that's a big key and look entrepreneurship you know i've t- said it before you know it's it's working harder than anybody else will work for the next five years yeah. so you can live better than most people live for the rest mm-hmm. of your life right yes. and there's a price to pay in that yes yeah. and so it depends on how bad you want it so let let me ask you this because you did you did start a clothing line and I remember mm-hmm. you had a whole uh, uh clo- you had a runway show of um, unveiling at yes. upper room yes. and uh Sean Bowles was there and mm-hmm. uh he was so impressed with you with that and he put you in touch we try to get you in touch with somebody uh mm-hmm. up in New York Louis so, so Louis Vuitton and so you did all that and you had a little bit of success but but also you had some in that.
0: For sure. Yes. Yeah, so I what I what I really appreciate about myself is the passion that I have for wanting to create something from nothing and I think I get that straight from you. So <laughs> and I'm so grateful for that and it's something that I really admire in myself but it's also something that I feel like can get me in trouble too <laughs> being so attached to your idea, your business is your, like your baby. And and when it fails it's like you have to tell yourself, don't take it personal. Like if someone's talking to you and they're talking bad stuff to you and cutting you down and you ha- sometimes you just got to take a moment and say, don't take it personally. They're having a bad day. I think it goes the same for business. So if you put your all into it, you know, you did all the preparation. You know, you sacrificed everything you could and worked your hardest, but it failed don't take it personally. Don't say, okay, you're a failure. Really, you are a success because you put yourself out there and did fail. And I, I look back at that and I'm so grateful because I think I count that just as much of an accomplishment as this business thriving is an accomplishment.
1: So good. And you're, you're really an amazing artist too. And you know, you've some of the painting stuff that you've done is just spectacular. And of course I'm, I'm a proud father in that aspect, but uh, very, uh, (laughs) not very objective but it is beautiful things and you posted some of that stuff and you sold some of your art too yeah
0: yes sometimes I forget about (laughs) that that even happened (laughs) um but yeah I guess that was really fun and I I enjoy myself a lot while painting and I was able to have an art show and I was able to sell some of my original pieces and even have a commissioned piece um and even though it wasn't a huge deal it was it was really a way for me to show something i'm truly passionate about and the luck supply i am so passionate about it because I did personal assisting, I did nannying for years, and I've grown at it. Is it something that I just absolutely adore and my heart is totally in? Not 100%. Do I know people are going to benefit from their life from it? Yes. But with painting, that's something that is deep within me that I get inspiration from God, inspiration from my friends, my family, that really um, shows a true expression of myself. And so that was cool to be able to um, show people that and to even sell it because I wasn't really expecting to sell those pieces when I even made them. So I think that was a total blessing. Um, and yeah.
1: So in your, great. your creativity is amazing. So how do you think your creativity has helped you in luck supply so far?
0: I think it's helped me um, in a lot of the uh, giving our clients original ideas, something that I think is a bit funny but it 's so true is that sometimes we don 't know what we need to need or want to spend our money on, and a lot of the times from the from my clients in the past when i 've done just one on one personal assisting with these families, um, they want to be the most creative for their, um, like I said, their parties, their children, and they want to be able to stand out. And sometimes they take it personally if other people steal their idea and it becomes a whole thing. (laughs) But that's what I love about Lux Supply is we're able to give them new ideas for each client to make it personal to them. So if they want specialty wrapping paper, um, I make sure that I have all of their favorite colors, their palette, something that will be cohesive with their home and their tree, and whatever else that, you know, their kids' favorite colors, how can we make it a family thing, have it be fun, personal, and with, you know, the best wrapping paper, Um, and it's just simple things like that that make it um, so personal, and unique, and being able to be creative, bringing my creative artistic eye into each client and making it their own. It's
1: awesome. Okay. So what what is your goal? What's your overall goal for Lux Supply? And it's luxsupply.com. Is that right?
0: Yes. The Lux Supply, L-U-X-E supply.com. Good. Um, so what's yes. your
1: overall goal?
0: My overall goal is to reach as many families and individuals in the DFW area at the moment, um, reach them and let them live their life to the fullest. And it's really all about the clients. It's all about how they're gonna spend their time, how um, whatever's important to them, that they're able to be 100% focused on that. And if it's important to them to work with me and collaborate with me or collaborate with their director, then. So be it. They can do that as well. It can be a very interactive, collaborative thing, um, or it doesn't have to be at all. And so that's my ultimate goal for those families, individuals to really benefit from our services so that they can live their life that how they having, want,
1: right? And so you, you'll probably have you probably have clients say, "Hey, just do this. Here's my budget. Take just care get, take care of it." Mm-hmm. And other people will say, "I want to see samples. I want to see ideas and see different storyboards and whatnot." Exactly,
0: and that's something that I think is so unique about the Lux Supply is that we don't just cater to one type of client. We cater to all the different types of preferences, opinions, you know, even different ways of communicating. Some people don't like to uh, email about, you know, what they want during the week. They want to text me, they want to call me, or they want to text or call their director. And so, I think that that is something that's unique of how we are flexible, whereas other companies or other personal assistants can't always do the exact style that their clients want them. And also. You know these people. They don't. They want their privacy too. Some of them, um, most of them that I've experienced with personally, they. You know, one one of them was telling me that their personal assistant was downstairs and that, you know, she walked downstairs and saw them and didn't really acknowledge them and just went outside and had their morning coffee, and so this assistant came out and was like, okay, well. What's the matter? Like, what did I do wrong? And like, just kind of got really, you know, upset and anxious. And the client was like, "Well, you didn't do anything wrong. I'm just in my home. I just woke up. I'm having my morning coffee." And so that's the beauty of the Lux Supply. We give you that space for you to be on your own, by yourself, with your family. Or if you want us to be there, we will be there. That's
1: good. That's really good. Okay, so uh, how has how has uh, COVID-19 affected you in this? last year
0: personally it has um it's just felt very strange very Mm -hmm. weird um definitely mentally just so different i i really miss um being with everyone being out in the open not having to wear a mask um at this point, I feel like I'm pretty used to it, and it doesn't phase me as much as it did. I feel like most people can say the same thing. Um, Business-wise, I don't think it's affected uh, what I'm doing at all. Um, it all depends on the client's preferences. If uh, you know they need someone who has been 100% socially distanced, someone with a mask, that's we provide that too. Uh, but most people, I would say, here in Texas, do not mind if someone has been socially distanced they come in their house not wearing a mask they're very comfortable with that so it all depends on the client we want to respect all their wishes
1: that's so good and so uh so you had to be flexible right of course and as an entrepreneur that's that's the number one thing and look I, i think what what i what i Get inspired by you Breca, is the fact that you're willing to pay the price to do the hard work, work a full time job, work on this after hours, and d- develop things and and I know that you know you 've hired people for tutors and stuff like that, and you've collaborated too and network, mm-hmm. which is important right yes. and so uh, it, uh, once this gets really going and you get a foothold here in North Texas, are you planning on expanding this to other major cities
0: definitely, and the end goal is to have an app with it so the convenience is taken to the next level um, and that's really the ultimate goal and um, I think just supporting our employers, our, our employees, our contractors, the local businesses and spreading that out um, so we can affect you know other cities, other businesses and more people just hire more people. and. You know, expand our clientele.
1: So good. So uh, I always like to ask uh, my guest on here, and and uh, what scripture are you sitting on here recently or currently that's uh, really helping you?
0: So uh, Philippians two fourteen through fifteen. It's just one that has actually always stuck with me, and even now in this time um, with COVID, with um, you know, being true to who you are, being true to your business, it, um, it's very important. So it's may your words and actions be pure and blameless. So you shine like the stars in the universe. And my favorite part of that one is that you shine like the stars in the universe. Like I feel when you focus on God, your actions and your words are pure and blameless. And the result, the blessing of that is that, you know, you can shine, your business can shine, the integrity of your business, the integrity of the employees that you have and treating them right. And making sure everyone is taken care of and giving, uh, you know, showing our clients that we really care for them is so important. And that shows that, you know, we are, we're really Standing out, we have a different light about us, and that's a great way to introduce what gets us through the day, <laughs> what gets us through life, and what's our purpose in life.
1: So good, you make me so proud, sweetheart. You really do. I'm such a proud father sitting here interviewing you, and you're speaking so intelligently and wow. so entrepreneurially. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love that. A chip <laughs> off the old block. So, um, uh, other than you, you speak much better than I do. Um, uh, all right, so what movie? Or book has really affected you
0: oh gosh this is so easy (laughs) molly's game is my favorite movie um i maybe ever it's i think um if you haven't already seen it please do i'll try not to spoil anything at all hopefully um but i think that it really shows someone who was creative who really wanted to risk everything and was able to overcome everything and so even though there were some situations that were sketchy that were you know some circumstances that um that she couldn't you know she shouldn't have been in she was able to overcome that and with her creativity it took her all the way through Um, she was really able to use her pure talent to be successful and to also hone into her emotional side and, and how that affected her business and how she overcame that. And I would just recommend it Especially the young entrepreneurs to watch that. It's good
1: true story too.
0: Yes, true story. Yeah, I think Molly Bloom is the um, is the real life person.
1: How many times have you watched it?
0: Oh gosh, I can't even count. <laughs> I don't even know. Definitely over ten times.
1: And you've turned it on to your friends, yeah, haven't you? I have. Yeah, it's a, it's a very inspirational, and uh, Kevin Costner stars in it too. And uh, so yeah, check that out. Well, Brack, I want to say thank you. I'm very proud to have you on here as our first. Jenzer in the Entrepreneur Series and uh, check out theluxsupply.com. and how do they find you? What's your handle?
0: It's at the underscore lux underscore supply on Instagram and on Facebook. It's just the lux supply.
1: And how do they find your personal Instagram?
0: It's at Brecca underscore Danielle.
1: And that's B R E C C A.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm the one that came up with that one, or yes. at least the spelling of it anyway. Right. So, um, all right, one final thing I want you to give to the entrepreneurs out there that are listening, whether they're boomers, whether they're you know uh, millennials or Gen Xers or Gensers, what, what, uh, what one bit of advice would you offer to our listeners as an entrepreneur?
0: Don't let fear hold you back and don't let your anxiety or whatever you think is your biggest obstacle hold you back from investing that money, from investing that time, from putting your 100% in. Um, don't let anything hold you back. Just keep going. The the awkward moments, the scary moments, the fearful moments, they will pass. Sometimes you have to go through it. No, that's the price you're going to pay. But you're going to reap a whole great harvest from it. And I would just... Say don't don't let anything hold you back. It's
1: awesome. It's so good. I, I needed to hear that too.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we <right>. all do. <laughs> Amen.
1: Amen. So, listeners, listen. If you have somebody that's a Gen you know, that was born between 1996 and 2002, that's an entrepreneur. I want to interview them. So go to themichaelmcintyre.com and uh, click on there. You can contact us and let us know. And I will. And next week we're going to have some more people, some more Gen on here that are making a way in the business and uh and doing different things and so thank you so much for listening it's been a pleasure and uh remember keep your eye on the prize who is jesus for you thank you so much have a great day everybody hey friends please remember to rate review subscribe and share our podcast on apple spotify and all other platforms where great podcasts are found thank you thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit themichaelmcintyre.com.